Yeah, that's the one. Thanks, love. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to succeed, and to listen to loud music. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I'm Rob Stenzinger. You know, that sentence isn't, wasn't true this week. Well, you know, it... Uh, you were not amazing this week. It's true. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would you know? No, no I, you um, were amazing. You just were gone. Yeah, I was traveling for work. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We like it when you're back. I prefer to be back. Yes. But it was good. We had a good week with you gone um, while you were gone, and mm-hmm. um, I think you had a good week at your adventures as well. Yeah, it was productive. And now here we are, ready to do this. Awesome. What do you want to talk about? Mm, you're the producer. I know. I just thought I'd throw it out there in case you had an idea you wanted to come up with or some burning thing that I wasn't letting you podcast about. Yeah, I'm not too podcast repressed. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. Mm, so someone who has podcasts and a topic they wish to share with the world, but they just don't have the right podcast to share it. Mm, I think it's a small population, but but they're out there. All right. Well, some of the, them probably are listening to this. To the podcast, to the podcast repressed. We. Wish you the best and, you know, do your own thing. Talk about what you want to talk about. Right on. Be your whole self. Bring that to your show. And Yes. Or start a new show. Whatever. Right? Yeah, it's 2019. That's right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for this year. All right. So um, enough chitter chatter. What I want to talk about tonight, stuff we try. Stuff we try sounds like a big umbrella. It kind of is. Okay. I wanted to kick the year off, right? Yeah. Yeah, and just kind of um, reflect on a few things, but not like a formal reflection podcast, because, you know, we like to do those too. Okay. But really just to talk about some different things that we've tried and some things that we've enjoyed, um, or I don't know, successes, failures, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be categorized. Things that happen that we've been meaning to share. Yeah. Okay. So it's like one of the, when someone posts on Instagram, uh, a late gram, has hashtag late gram. Yeah. Mm, all right. Hashtag late cast. Late cast. Okay. It took me a little while to figure that one out. Oh, I was trying nice. to come up with a parallel for us. Good translation. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. We're into translating tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you have an idea? I know I'm totally putting you on the spot now, but do you have an idea or something that we've done that you've been wanting to share? I've been excited to share the thing we did five minutes ago since you brought up the translation thing. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I don't know exactly how we landed on this, but it was, it was, oh yeah, we were, we were making some kind of space joke or hacking joke. And, and you said, you know, something Russians, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. We were making a hacking joke. Yeah. And I was worried that the Russians were listening and that it was their cause. Co- they were their fault. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, all we have to do then is to make sure that they're, they're understanding that we are just using humor and joking around, right? So, so I was like, hey, what's, what is, how do you say just kidding in Russian? Yeah, but that's not what you said to uh-huh. me. You said something like just kidding Russian. And I heard like we were rushing, like going fast. We're just kidding and rushing? Yeah, yeah something sure. like that. And I that's was a super- new Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> 
coming out. Um, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> so at any rate, it so, took us a little bit to get to what you were trying to say. Yeah, to exactly. So I, I need to um, enunciate even off mic. Um, <laughs> so it turns out that, you know, for our, for our friends, our Russian friends who listen to the podcast, um, I, I'm going to, you know, do a, do a bad job of this, but it, it is what it is. So, hey, prosto shuchu. Nice. That was just kidding in Russian. There you go. At least per Google Translate. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yay. But And then we weren't kidding, though. That I, That is actually just kidding. Prosto shuchu. I can't even try to say it. I'm afraid to try and say it. I have like very poor pronunciation skills. I, good thing we're doing a podcast. But actually, that doesn't stop anyone else either. So, oh, well, I didn't say enunciation. All podcasters. I didn't say enunciation. I said oh, pronunciation. pronunciation. So, like, you, you guys hear yeah. it on the podcast all good the point. time. Where if I'm if I'm doing one of my picks and I'm actually looking at something, like I hesitate so much trying to figure out the pronunciation. You are not alone. I, and yeah, I do that. I do that too. That's a really good point. I I actually will steamroll phrases and whatnot and have any enunciation issues from time to time. But then there's pronunciation. Yeah. Or I just did it right there. Pronunciation. <laughs> they go together. They know, do. They're 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 friends. They're friends in the in the verbal communication world. They are. Pronunciation and enunciation. All right. So that was something that we tried. Mm-hmm. Yep. Podcast done. Picks? Do we got picks? <laughs> No, because you know what I was thinking about? Okay. This is so random and, and kind of funny. But I think we might have even mentioned this on a podcast once, but I was been thinking a lot. Um, for some reason, while you were gone, I don't know why, sometimes like things that we do that strike me as really funny mm-hmm. come up. And what I was thinking about this week or what I was remembering was the two times that we tried to open a coconut. <laughs> yeah. The The really incredibly difficult time and the oh wow that was super easy time yeah <laughs> yeah the, the our prior kitchen table probably would have had a better end of its life if we would have we still have that table that we do it's in the dining room uh, i can show you the damage oh really yeah no lie i always imagined it was that old tall no one. it was brand new <laughs> oh geez we did do that when it was brand new so years ago, we decided, um, for some reason, coconuts come up uh, for every once in a while um, with both the kids. Like Stories have coconuts, right? Yeah, that's true. And Moana has yeah. a lot of songs about coconuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- so something will come up and I'll buy a coconut or the kids will want a coconut. And so we've done this twice. We've done this when our, probably like five years ago, when our oldest was like four. Yeah, we don't live in the tropics. We're in the middle of a temperate region in a, on a continent, right? The yeah, Northern America. Right. We don't have coconut trees. We're not like oh, day to day familiarity with coconuts. No big deal. No, we get them at the grocery store, honey. Yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere special. Well, and true. We we okay. are fortunate that the grocery stores do carry them. But like, I mean, honestly, how we can count on one hand how many times we've ever ever actually done that. Right. It's not become a thing. We're we're like oh yeah. Well, no, because the first time we caused major damage to our property yeah true okay so first time coconut we get the coconut and i don't know we looked something up about how to open up the coconut didn't sure. we well i think when uh, it was a youtube video it's just the first time yeah, yeah. Oh, we must not have understood it 
uh, oh, I think it was well understood. You still can find the the exact pattern that we were recommended. All right, I don't remember what the exact pattern was. To use a nail, and pound a nail into a coconut, and then pour the milk out. No step, no part of this wants any part of the other things, right? Coconut not meant for nailing, right? Hammer. You know, hammer and the nail, they're, 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 they go hand in hand, right? They do. And, uh, Finger you know, and much, much like pronunciation and denunciation. And <laughs> then, but you try to bring them all together and that's, that's nuts. Like, so balance a darn roundish object to absorb enough force accurately to stay still so that the nail can get into the, the coconut. And then even when you do, your reward is now a nail is stuck into a coconut. <laughs> I got this nasty nail in my coconut milk that I want to drink. <laughs> it's, it's not a prize. Even if you've cleaned the nail, which I did, um, it's, yeah, well, now So what? the first time we did this, what happened was, is we were hammering on this coconut for quite some time, and lots of different ways and shapes, and um, we ended up, the coconut was on the table, we were hammering onto the coconut, and the coconut was acting um, itself like a hammer, and basically denting up the new table. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, live and learn, right? I think I remember being, like, rather frustrated, but for, like, a day. Well, it's, it is a bummer to, uh, to to totally damage a new table. Yeah. And it's, it is actually subtle enough damage, but, yeah, yeah you're right. It's still on that, on that one. Yeah. So, oh, well. so that was the first time we did it, and then we eventually got this coconut opened, but it was a lot of work, and it was a lot of time, and... And yeah, I mean, so you got, I got the nail into one of the coconut eyes, and then, you know, that one did I was going to call go- it a coconut hole. Yours was probably better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah, compound words with holes. Yeah. Prost <laughs> Um So, yeah, so I had a, I had a, na- a coconut with a nail in its eye. <laughs> And it wasn't leaking. It wasn't getting giving milk. So then I pounded another nail into a different oh my coconut God, eye. It wasn't giving milk. <laughs> I'm a city boy. I don't know how to milk a coconut. So all right. Yeah, and and then uh, but then I, I then I jammed a screwdriver into the coconut second nail eye because it was a bigger. It had a bigger crack. So, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's <laughs> oh, I'm dying. instead of starting to you know leak coconut milk out of one. I think technically it's coconut water. I, sh- I coconut said milk, water. But it's is co- it? I guess it is coconut water. What's coconut yeah. milk then? That takes some more effort, but yes. Okay, okay, okay. So coconut water coming out the one, but I. But it, then it's like it's not appetizing. There's coconut hair and ice then splinters, <laughs> and you know it just it's not going well. Um, but we're getting it into a glass bowl and whatever, and it's like, oh yay! There's, there's coconut dirt, uh, hair, shrapnel, hair, and uh, water. water in a bowl, and it's like, okay, yeah, and, yeah. and it's leaking off of a nail that's in it. I know it's like none of it didn't turn out that great the first time. That's Plus right. the table was all you know banged messed up. up. So fast forward five years, and our. Other daughter is now four, and coconuts come up again. Yep. And I, of course, get a coconut at the store again. Mm-hmm. And you look at me like, really? <laughs> We're going to do this again. 
And so this time we went out and we watched two or three YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And what I remember... Better YouTube videos. Way better YouTube videos. But what I remember is one of them that we watched was basically like how to survive on a deserted island if all you have is coconuts. Yeah. And you have like no real tools. And so you have to like use a sharp rock. And how do you get, you know, first how do you get the coconut down? Then how do you peel the coconut to get it to what looks like when we pick it up in yeah, the store. Yeah, because it's got, like, there's, it has armor on the outside of it. Yeah, and even more than things. the thing we see. Yeah. So that was interesting, and, and you know, they made it look pretty easy. And then I think we watched a couple others of just, like, people well, and their coconuts. Pretty easy if you have sort of a primitive workbench of rocks and space to, yeah. you know, be swinging rocks at coconuts and stuff, and coconuts at rocks, and that's... You know, I didn't really have any of that, that set up. So what I remember about the second one is that there was basically like you you hit the hammer on the side of the coconut, not on the top, but on the side of the coconut. And you kind of tap it around and it basically breaks in a perfect half. So then like you could make a drink in the coconut. It's... it's uh Quality of life is far better with that technique. It was just like tap, so, tap, tap. Sort of the um, there's a little bit of a seam along the um, side along the uh, let's see what would you call the the, the coconuts yeah, circumference the middle circuit there you go the circumference and um and it, it's like below the coconut eyes and mouth or whatever that is right the little coconut holes so. You you go around the circumference below the coconut holes, and then you go tap a tap a tap a tap, and then keep spinning the coconut in your hand. Well, you know, rotate it. a little bit and go tap a tap a rotate tap a tap a rotate tap a tap. And all of a sudden, just with patient non, it took about five seconds. Heavy duty swings at this thing. Um, yeah, I would say in five seconds your progress is bit is is significant and and really good. Uh-huh. Or all of a sudden, nice little crack starts, and then more tap a tap is along the the. The yeah. coconuts equator or whatever, it's um it's opening up. And then then you need to be careful as far as spilling water and whatever and, and um you can easily, you know, dump the water out in a bowl and then continue to do the tap tap around it until boom, it's in half. And then then you're eating coconut mm. flesh. Yes, exactly. It was super easy. Like a coconut zombie. Anyway, I don't know why that just, I, it just, I was thinking about it and it was cracking me up about like we did this and it was so hard and took so much time and was a train wreck and then we did it a second time and it was like as though we were stranded on a deserted island and all we had were coconuts we knew you know it was just like tapa tapa we had a hammer <laughs> we did have a hammer but still yes uh it's really not good. too bad and it's yeah it's pretty pretty easy to do as long as you have that and um right your mileage may vary but for me the simplicity of just one tool plus the coconut and the easy process i highly recommend that approach um, I know that you'll find videos that involve more tools or a knife and a hammer and a coconut, whatever, but you yeah, know, like a, a specific kind of knife too, right? Some of the videos were like, you need this small scythe looking thing, mm-hmm. you know, special knife. Well, yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I don't have a, I don't have a scythe. Maybe next year. Maybe. Even then it'd be only for cosplaying. So I don't, I don't want a functional scythe. Oh, Okay. Uh, well, it was a little mini one, like a kitchen tool. At any rate, um, so that was something that we tried, uh-huh. was coconut. Do you think that was art or science? Hmm. Or more or least just punks? Yeah, more more punks than anything. But 
It, um, let's see. It was, it wasn't really very formal. We weren't using any scientific method going about it, but it was, uh, yeah, but we, it was more art. Than we were, science. we were adapting from experience though. Yeah, so, we did. And we did trial and error. Yeah. So it's like formal enough art process, something, right? <clears throat> so adapting and learning, but yeah, I would say some science that we could try with coconuts would be, um, exploring, um, I thought you were going to say exploding, exploding, exploding them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Let's see what happens if we blow really one the, up. The, the resources to make that a, a safe, repeatable thing. Yeah. If I were to have a YouTube channel, it wouldn't be about exploding coconuts. It would not even be the hammer with the coconuts. Cause I think plenty of other people have done that well, but, um, Do you know what? What? I really like fresh coconut. It was nice. We we did get some good use out of that. Yeah, we did. We, you know, mm-hmm. yep, carved that. Man, I kind of want a coconut. What are you doing <laughs> after this? You go for <laughs> and, um, I think I'm writing on my to-do list to get a coconut for another day. Not today? Yeah, not today. All right. What other fun things have we done or tried? That's about it. That's it? Just a coconut? Yeah. Kind of waiting for the next big thing. <laughs> All right. Well, um, translating words into Russian. Yeah, sure. That those, that can happen sometimes. Okay. Um, so did you have another one you wanted to cover? That was the big one I wanted to cover. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I was thinking of another one. This one was, um, I think I talked about this on the podcast, though, upon yeah. further, further reflection. So apologies if this is redundant. Well, this might be a review. All right. So what's, what are we reviewing? I wish we had a quiz. A quiz? Yeah. Hmm? You know, instead of just doing it as review, I could do it as a quiz, but I didn't write a quiz. Okay. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Like, we, uh, let's see. If we could do art and science punks. Actually, we probably mentioned some fun things that if presented in an interactive bar trivia style format might be nice. Oh. That could be fun. Very fun. Okay. The art and science punks trivia quiz. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no, the mud kitchen is what I wanted to talk about. Mud kitchen. Do you remember yeah. the mud kitchen? I do. That was fun. I don't think it was covered. Okay. Not, not so the mud kitchen is where you take some pots and pans, not ones that you're going to use. So either toy pots and pans or um, like if you have old pots and pans that you're retiring, you can donate them to the mud kitchen. So then take... Um, some dirt from the earth. Okay. Not an asteroid or a, <laughs> okay. So take some dirt from the earth and add some water or just, so what I did is I had a, I had a bucket of dirt. I had a bucket of water and then all of the cooking equipment. And I set it outside and said, go for it. All right. And it was awesome. It was super fun. The kids were out like all day with the mud kitchen because they, and then oh, we also had some sand too. That just was, happened to be what was around. Um, so, so it's like a muddy thematic sandbox? Or just space. It wasn't in a sandbox. It was mm-hmm. just in a space. And so um, they had, we had a little table and chairs and then all of that. It wasn't a lot of stuff. It was a bucket of dirt, a bucket of, or no, a bucket of dirt. And then I had the hose. And so then what makes the mud better than like just a, just a sand table? Um, the earth. 
help me out. So sand has sand is earth, dirt yeah. is earth. But yeah. then why? Why is no? There's just something fun about it. You get okay. dirty, you can make different consistencies. Ah, right. You know, I mean, okay. sand. You can have wet sand and dry sand. Sure. And so that's why actually we did both. We also had you know, I actually um, also pulled the sand table close to the mud kitchen. Okay. So in some cases they were mixing grass from the yard with dirt and sand and adding water mm-hmm. and then putting it in a pot and pan and cooking it, pretend cooking it, not real cooking it. Yeah. And then offering it to me when I visited their restaurant. That was a lot of fun. So I remember it was so that fun. it was almost like they they had like little stackable shapes and stuff like the 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 pan could you know you you shake it out and then the 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 mud was was more i don't know it held its form right oh, where sure. where sand just kind of falls apart yeah um but then they had like kind of hybrid mud sand too so I suppose, and it was it was neat to see them play around with with the the different mixtures. Well, and they just spent a ton of time, mm-hmm. a ton of ton of time time out there doing it. So anyway, that was one I was thinking about too. I mean, it's cold now; we couldn't really do it. So mud kitchen now. checklist. If you're like, okay, I, I mean, if when someone listens to this uh, later, when mud kitchen works for them, or they're just living a climate where it's fine, it's mud kitchen time. Like, what's uh, what would be a handy, quick checklist? Um. Dirt from the earth. <laughs> okay. Not from a store? No. Dirt from the earth, water, and then some old pots and pans or some kid pots and pans. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. You don't need anything else. It doesn't have to be fancy. Okay. Sounds, we had sand, so we added sand to the mix, but mm-hmm. not necessary. Nice. All right. So then what about the utensils? Is there um you need... You know, you can do, again, along with the pots and pans, you can do some spoons and spatulas. It always makes it, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit more fun and interesting. Again, you just kind of go with what is it that you're getting rid of. Or um, I did get, um, I had some stainless steel metal um, pots and pans from a, a Melissa and Doug set. Mm-hmm. And that did come with some um, spoons and spatulas and that kind of thing. Okay. So like a kid set. But, yeah, it was uh, a kid set. You can find those around pretty, oh, yeah. pretty cheap and, um, you know, just, used and, and or uh, old. Yeah, go to the used stores stuff. and get pots and pans that you can throw out with that, throw cool. into the mud kitchen. Nice. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't have any hands-on stories with that, too, other than um, I think uh, it somehow was just super – it was very engaging. You know, just digging, making, got messy. Yeah, and, uh, it was good. I love messy. I think it helped that it was in the shade a little bit too. Oh yeah, we did do that. It's good. Uh, yeah, so that was a fun summer activity. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool review of you know stuff. The the that, that really that place that 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 topic that really drives home familiar um, <laughs> ideas. Everyone's got stuff, and that was our stuff. That was our stuff. Well, yeah, okay. it was a little bit of our stuff, but I think we should go to p- some picks. Picks, okay. Awesome. So we often have an art pick and a science pick. Yeah. Just uh, celebrating things that we found recently that uh, that get us excited. Yeah. I have yeah. an art pick tonight. Uh, yeah. Art pick. What's up? Um, my art pick comes from a book that I'm reading. Um, and my art pick, um, and I couldn't find the exact one that the book mentioned, but fortunately there's a lot of these. Uh, but it's the whole word cloud phenomena. 
Word cloud. Okay. You know, where like the biggest word is the one used most often in the little mm-hmm. word cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So you see these a lot. Well, I see them a lot in business. Um, not always used super effectively, but, um, you know, all right, kind of a thing. Um, but this book that I was, re- that I'm um, reading is really, it's, well, the way they used word cloud is all about building self-esteem in your children. And so mm-hmm. one of the things they talked about is, you know, making some of these lists of what are your skills and what are your qualities hmm. and, um, you know, making a list of what are the things that you do that make you a good friend and just different things like that. And then they had recommended going into one of these word cloud generators and typing in the words. Now you have to, you know, type a couple of them in two and three times and some in once, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of get it to word cloud out for you. Um, but it, and then you can play around with the colors and the designs, and then you can print that out and, you know, hang it in a locker or in a bedroom, and um, it's got just kind of a, a cool reminder. Yeah, word clouds are a neat, um, or, or, or I don't, know, they're a mechanism that I've uh, I've used before to sometimes yeah. uh, summarize research or try to. That's a very common use for it. Yeah, salient points and whatnot, and I've had, uh, I you know, mixed mixed mileage with them because sometimes. It's, uh, let's see, like if you're using it to summarize research, uh, it might, it might help to get a little more filter or context on a word cloud. Like here's a word cloud of the most, um, of words that have had a positive sentiment regarding this particular question. Here's a word cloud of the negative sentiment for this particular question. And then that's, um, that can be a really handy tool, but it's, yeah. a, it's a way to visualize data. So but I've, this is cool. I like your idea of like using it as an artful way to visualize um, almost. Mm, I would uh, say self-attributes. Mm. Um, and it's like a, like a reassuring thing yeah. where it's, it's not like a mantra, it, but it's uh, just saying, hey, these are, these are really positive concepts. Mm-hmm. And well, especially if you're if you're sitting with it, if you're sitting with your child and you're you're making a list, or you know, what are all the things that make you a great friend, or what are all the mm-hmm. things that you know are is just is special about you, um, and then putting that into some cool word art, and these online generators do that. So and they're, they've got a lot of different kind of parts and functionality to them. So we'll put some links out to a couple of um, a couple of them, and I think even um, uh, Google Docs has a um, add-on for oh, Word nice. Cloud Generator. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I like it. It was kind of fun to play around with. All right. All right. So you would you say, so that's Word Clouds to visualize um, like positive stuff about. Yeah. Positive thinking. Positive. Okay. Nice. I have a science pick. Love it. All right. And. I've been, uh, you know, lightly following this, but it's, but you know, it's exciting. It's it's another um, space related uh, science pick. This oh, good, about, what do you got? Uh, near space, we've got uh, an events with uh, China's space program and the Chang'e Four lander. Um, and it's let's see, what is it? It's associated with a rover too. There's there's the Chang'e Four lander and the U two two rover, which is. Um, um, those those ideas i mean much like how a lot of the the nasa program i mean there's use of um you know greek mythology and roman mythology and whatnot through through the naming of the different um devices and uh and uh and 
maybe having a, a hint at what their job is and whatnot too. Um, and what was this one named? And so Changi and U2 too. So Changi 4 and U2 too. So there's been multiple Changi uh, landers. Multiple or just one other four. one? Four. Like this is the fourth one. Oh, I thought you right? said Changi 2. And then U2 too. Oh, Changi 4 and U2 too. Exactly. Okay, so gotcha. Where, I had the numbers backwards in my head. And so uh, Changi is the uh, uh, Chinese goddess of the moon. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that. And uh, and Yutu is the moon goddess's uh, pet jade rabbit. No way. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? So I want a pet jade rabbit. <laughs> that's, uh, what would you do with your pet jade rabbit? Name, Go to the moon? Name it something. Yeah. Like, okay. You I don't know. You wouldn't have to name it Yutu. I probably, uh, I probably would. It's, uh, uh, anyway. You know, that would remind me of the band, though. I know. And I'm probably, there's probably the more correct way to pronounce that. That's, that's, um, that, you know, honors the, the Chinese what, um, etymology of that You know, word. you have Google Translate. Uh-huh. What is the Chinese word for rabbit? Or even for jade all rabbit? Right, rabbit. I, I think it's, all right. So rabbit in Chinese. This is, this is always... Fantastic radio, Chinese simplified. Uh, oh, Tuzi. Uh, I would name it Tuzi. Tuzi. Because nice. my turtle's named Umagame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would name my rabbit Tuzi. That's awesome. So, and yeah, I think Umagame is Japanese for turtle. Turtle. I think then, Game is. Is it? And I think okay. Umagame is, is like big turtle or something. Uh, Gui is Chinese for turtle. Could be very much mispronouncing that, not in, not meaning any disrespect. And then Japanese for turtle is kame. Oh, funny kame, kame house. It makes sense. Yep. Yep. The the um yeah the hermit the turtle hermit, or otherwise known as Master Roshi. Okay. Kame kame. Ah, uh, fun. Uh, See, Google Translate should have just been your pick. But at any rate, let's go back to this. Um, this cool space thing. You know, space that, thing. that would have been thematically appropriate, but that was more of an emergent. In some, you know, some things you prepare ahead of time, and that's uh, that's the thing. So, um, yeah, so this recent landing on the moon um, was – it's really interesting because uh, uh, China is exploring the, um, the, the far side of the moon. I really wanted you to say the with dark this, side of the moon. Project. Yeah? Yeah. And um, I do – yeah, I'm pretty sure it has a huge – um, you know, a huge part of the research is related to um, Pink Floyd as well. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's, yeah, this is just, it's a neat project. Uh, I thought, um, let's see, what else? Uh, I, th- I think the footage of seeing it, seeing the, uh, the soft landing is pretty exciting. I always love those. The, the descent footage. Um, so we'll share a link to that as well. And, uh, yeah, just so basically a little cluster of three articles is what I'll, I'll link to just to, you know, as the, this, just this mission being my, my pick and, uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. There, you know, data starting to come in. I don't have any big things to share about it, but I think it's, um, was it a, uh, a person mission or it is just un- it's unmanned, unmanned. Yep. See, why Robots. isn't it unpersoned? Uh, that's a good point. Hmm. But it was just it was just the rover. Yeah. How many rovers have gone to Mars? Or 
to Mars, listen to me, to the moon. Uh, I don't know entirely, but That's I know that the there's, you, there's U2, right? U2 you, or whatever is, is the second one. So there was a prior uh, U2 as well. Yes. So second rover for this um, Chinese, Chinese mission. mission to the moon, which this one's the fourth overall. So four... Um, Two rovers, four missions. Yeah, exactly. It's All going right. on the quiz. It's going on the Art and Science Punks quiz. Okay. Is how many rover missions have gone to the moon. Nice. What we'll have to do then is to actually know the answer. <laughs> well, it we could be like a scavenger hunt. Uh, oh, nice. So this is like crowdsourcing our research. I think that might be the way we okay. go. Hmm. All right. We'll see how we pull that off. Okay. But for now, that's my pick. I love it. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Because Robbie's got to go get a coconut. <laughs> yes. Coconut on my list. <laughs> Thank you for listening and for being a part of the Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, where can the people find us online? Well, uh, of course, you know, we are, we're at the art, uh, artsciencepunks.fireside.fm uh, as our, you know, main podcast site, which I know is your thing to say later on, but <laughs> you ask me this question of where they can find us online. It's like, that's the big thing. It is the big but thing. Then, You're like, good. The social networks. It's like, well, we are, we're art and science punks on Instagram, uh, because they let us have a long name, but then on Twitter, it's a shorter name where we are art science punks. Nice. All right. And as Robbie mentioned, you can find our podcast at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. And we're also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts. You can always reach me at the Art and Science Punks Instagram or Kate Stenzinger on Instagram. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Instagram and Twitter. Fantastic. Keep building, making, and sharing, and trying stuff. <laughs> You're like, hey, we're the art and science punks. Tap, we, tap. We tried this. Tap, <laughs> tap. Yeah, you want to be safe with that? Get rid of the nail. Don't be trying to pound a nail through a coconut. It's, it's, uh, it's not a good idea. Right. You don't have a YouTube channel. You don't need this. You don't need these eyeballs. Don't worry about that. Just tap a tapa, tap a tapa with the hammer. Right gently. across its equator. Across the equator, not your fingers. Nice. Now you know. <laughs>